Hi, this is Annie Fox for Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Anne Livingston. She is the founder of Kids Privacy and the author of Talking Digital, a parent's guide for teaching kids how to share smart and stay safe online. Hi, Anne. Welcome to Family Confidential. Hi, Annie. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, um, I'm very excited to be talking to you about raising kids in the digital age because um, this was not part of the parenting job description that our parents had for sure. And I think that we are probably the first generation of parents that's kind of winging it. And sometimes um, we're doing better than others, but I think in many ways um, we're in the dark. So I'm always happy to be talking to people like you who seem to have um, some insight into how parents actually could do a better job. Because I believe that part of our job description right now is to raise a responsible digital citizen. Do you agree? I do agree. And I think it's really important that parents think about how their child is using technology and how they best can support them. And I think where parents get tripped up is they think it's this totally different job description, that what we've been doing all along doesn't apply to the digital world, that this is something completely different that they have to add to their to-do list. And it's not, you know, this is just thinking about, you know, when you teach a child about friendships, you know, how do you play nicely on the playground? Well, what does the friendship mean in the digital world? How do you play nicely with your friends online? How do you text appropriately? So this is just thinking about how we parent and applying that to the digital world. And one of my, um, when I give a presentation, one of the slides I have up, is parenting in the digital world is just parenting. And you can almost feel this collective sigh of ah, the crowd <laughs> that this isn't something different. This isn't something they can't do. It's just thinking about how to take the lessons we're teaching them and applying them to the digital world. This is great. I'm really glad that you said this because, you know, I, I do parent education too. And I know that a lot of parents think that there is some new skill set that they need or that they need to be on top of Every new <laughs> thing that happens and you know, that's, that's never going to be the case. Your kids will always be ahead of you. And if you're constantly thinking, okay, if I only know about Snapchat, <laughs> then I'll be able to, you know, keep my kids safe. And, it, you know, that's not it. I always say it's not really a technology issue. It's a parenting issue. It's so true, you know, and there's always going to be a new app, so we can't spend our time chasing apps. We have to think about, you know, the larger picture. What are they doing? Whether it's Snapchat, Omegle, Yik Yak, how are they communicating and how do we teach them, like you said, to be responsible digital citizens? Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting when I I think about – how reactive kids are when they get emotional. Well, hey, guess what? Human beings are like that. And how easy it is, how easy it is to just shoot off something um, through a keyboard and um, really hurt someone because you've been hurt or or you think somehow you're justified in getting back at that person. So I wonder how um, part of your presentation to parents also include managing those knee-jerk reactions. Well, it's really trying to talk with kids, um, both, you know, a child that receives something like that mm-hmm. and having them take that deep breath. You know, this is a communication that rewards brevity and speed. And that is a, there's that's, you know, a way to fan the flame. Suddenly you're, you know, what was it comment that the child may not even meant it to be something, you know, upsetting. I mean, a lot of times we send a comment and we without tone and context, you can take it the wrong way. Important. So yes. that so kids need to take a moment to really think about, you know, especially if it's a friend, is this what they really meant? And instead of firing off a mean comment, talking about it to them in the real world. 
Because I think uh, when you fire off that comment, then you're disbanding the flames. And usually these conflicts are rising in the real world and then carrying out online as well. It's so important, too. And I think that that ability to react rather than reflect and respond is is something that we see, unfortunately, more and more by the adults that, that kids look to as role models. And so it, it's really hard as a parent if you're not, in fact, modeling this kind of behavior. Um, the, yeah. let's, let's just, you know, sometimes it's just better to pick up the telephone and actually it's- have a conversation where you can hear context and you can hear tone of voice mm-hmm. rather than just saying, let's continue this here, you know, in, in bits. Um, and, because yeah, and I, it you know, I also, it, it does. And I also talked about, you know, the responsibility that we have as an audience. And I think sometimes kids, you know, they fire off that they like a comment and not really thinking about what does that mean when I like something, oh. you know, am I saying, yes, I approve of this, or is this just me, you know, acknowledging that I saw it, or maybe my friend and I, we always like each other's comments, and I don't think about it more than that. Uh-huh. And the thing is, you know, when they like something, they are amplifying it. So if I, you know, if I'm on Twitter, and I have 20 followers, and I send off, you know, I was upset with my friend, and I send something very mean, and someone who has a 1000 followers like it, selling that message is amplified, it's going further, it's going farther. And so kids, even that are just watching and observing, also have a role to play in this. So important. I'm really glad you brought this up. You know, um, I'm working on a teen novel right now, and, it, and it's about cyberbullying. And um, one of the things that happens in the novel is uh, mean comment is posted, and, and like 417 kids like it. And um, I, I hadn't really thought about this part of it in terms of a parent's responsibility, in terms of teaching a kid. What does it mean when you give something a thumbs up? Mm-hmm. And what does that say about you? And then where does that ripple effect lead to? Really important stuff. Um, when do these conversations actually start between parents and kids? I um, really think kid, as soon as a kid picks up a device, as soon as they're looking over your shoulder as you're on a computer, it's time to start talking. Uh, it's so, it, and you know, I talk about my own story. I, with my eldest child who's now in high school, I was playing catch up. I was the parent trying to figure it out, trying to understand what she was doing online, what she could do online. And so I always felt like I was a step behind her. But with my other two that, you know, I, I was able to lay the groundwork, lay a solid foundation. We started talking a lot earlier and it's so much easier, you know, cause they look at you as a resource. You've established your expectations. You set up guidelines and it just seems, like they're a little more accepting of the boundaries placed on your on their digital world and what they can do. And they understand it more where the elder one, you know, you're constantly reacting and trying to catch up. So I always tell parents, you know, is it, the sooner you start, the easier it's going to be. You know, that makes a lot of sense. I can imagine if you've kind of been out of the picture for a while, and then all of a sudden you read some article somewhere and you get really scared. And as a parent, you start being really reactive yourself and you say, okay, from now on, you're not using this app or this app or this app. And, <laughs> and the kid is like, hello, who are you yeah. to tell me? Where have you been? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Especially here's a teenager mm-hmm. who's, um, you know, push, pushing anyway, pushing boundaries. And then you're telling them to get off Snapchat because you read this horrible article. And they're like, I've been on Snapchat for a year and I, nothing like that's ever happened to me. And I'm just doing you know, communicating with my friends and sending messages where before, if you can talk to before they're even on Snapchat, you know, about how uh, nothing ever really disappears online, how how, um, kids can take screenshots of anything and send it, um, share it on other platforms. So the more you can talk about those conversations early on, the better off you're going to be. 
And again, as you said before, it, it's really about how do we treat friends mm-hmm. and how do we respond to things that maybe make us uncomfortable and, and um, how do we individualize ourselves? In other words, thinking about um, if I add to this in terms of a um, thumbs up, what does that say about me? How does that add fuel to the fire? Um, these are all really, really important important conversations to have. And obviously, it's not just one talk. <laughs> We're not talking about sex one time. We're not talking about your involvement in social media one time. Okay, check, done that. Um, so when you talk to parents in these kinds of educational venues, Anne, um, what, what concerns them most? You know, we do have the concerns with them, um, the chasing the apps. You know, what I always hear about apps and you know, what, 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 what is this app? What is that app? And more and more, I, I think it's, um, parents are just concerned they're not doing enough. You know, am I really protecting my child? Um, and they want to almost protect them, you know, a hundred percent. What, how can I make uh, being online totally safe? And there isn't any way really mm-hmm. to do that. And so it's really having these talks, setting these expectations and guidelines and letting them know that, you know, you can do this. I think it's a lot of it. A lot of my talks are, just trying to build confidence in them that, you know, this is not unknown territory. You can do this and, and you should do it. This is your child and your standards of behavior um, stand as they are online and off. It, it's just, when you talk about um, core values and um, teaching your kids to be respectful and compassionate and kind, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, that right now my um, high schooler is doing um, uh, sex ed in high school and they're talking about what's a good what's what's a healthy relationship. What does that mm-hmm. look like? What do you expect from a partner? And we were talking about it. You know, one of the things I brought up is what what is a digital? What is that? What are your digital boundaries in a healthy relationship? If you have a boyfriend, can he would you feel comfortable with him looking at your phone? Would you feel comfortable? Would you feel you need to share your password with him? Mm-hmm. Do you need to be available 24-7, you know, on texting? So really thinking about, you know, in a healthy relationship, not just what that looks like, how he treats you, you know, in the real world, but how do you expect to be treated, you know, in the digital world? What that's, is too much? Where is your line there? That's really interesting. You know, I get, I've been getting email from kids around the world for the last 17 years. And obviously at the beginning of this process for me, um, there was no social media. But I see what comes into the questions now as the email comes through. And a lot of girls, for example, feel pressured when their boyfriend says, hey, send me some pictures. If you love me, Mm -hmm. you'll send me some pictures. Um, I love what you're saying about talking to kids, boys and girls, about what the boundaries are, what defines a healthy relationship. And I know also that for kids, um, they don't necessarily see a difference between their online communications and their real world communications. It's one fluid conversation and relationships where parents see it as maybe compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's true. And I, and I think sometimes that, you know, we don't really see how that relationship is unfolding, which now, you know, those relationships, the kids may meet in the real world, but they're texting. You know, that's how they get to know each other, that through messaging and texting and sharing pictures and following each other on Instagram. So it's part of their relationship. So it's part, it's important for parents to talk about that aspect of a healthy relationship. So do you have any resources for parents aside from, um, I mean, even I'm thinking about like books, books, books probably get outdated really quickly if they're focused on this app or that app. Yes. Yeah. I think um, one of the reasons I wrote my talking digital book is because, you know, you look at books a couple of years ago and they're all, you know, Facebook, which kids aren't really on. And they're kind of talking about technology that they don't really use anymore. So they do get outdated. I actually 
love um, Common Sense Media. I think is excellent. Uh, a platform for good family online safety institute. You know, your your blog is excellent because it's not just parent, you know, not just those digital resources, but also looking at just other parenting resources mm-hmm. as well. And so there is a lot of great um, uh, groups online that are, you know, working to help us in the digital parenting world. And and we need it. That's we defi- do definitely for sure. We need it, and our kids need us to know about this stuff because you know, as I say, if we don't teach our kids this stuff, where are they going to learn what is appropriate and inappropriate? They're going to learn it from their clueless peers mm-hmm. who don't do a really great <laughs> job in this unsupervised playground that we call social media. We only have a couple more minutes, Anne, and I'd love to give you an opportunity to tell our listeners and viewers where they can find out more about the work that you do. Um, I have a website, www.kidsprivacy.net, and that's where I write um, about what problems um kids are encountering online, how parents can support them, as well as, you know, great resources for parents. I have a page on, you know, if you do have questions about an app or you want to talk to your child about Snapchat, I do have a page that goes through all the different apps and you can look up, you know, how, how do you talk to them about, because, you know, even though you don't want to be chasing apps, you know, if your child is on Instagram, let's say, it's important that you talk to them about privacy settings. I mean, there's ways that they can use these apps that are safe, um, that will help them in, in their future, and they can use them appropriately. And so I think it's, a, oh, I, sorry. I was going to say, I just love that you use the word support because this technology is not going away, and you do want to support your children in their use of it because this this is their life. And it shouldn't go away. I mean, technology is amazing. I, yeah. I, I You know, it, it offers so much more benefits, I think, than risks for our kids if they know how to use it and take advantage of it. You know, they can build apps. They can build games. You know, if you have any question, you can find it online. So it's, it's just it's a wonderful resource. And it's just about teaching our kids how to use it in the best way possible so they can take a benefit benefits of it and avoid the risks of it. Exactly. And look what we're doing right now, thanks to technology. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for your time, Anne, and for the work that you do. It's, it's really important. Parents need to have um, approachable and accessible information, and, and you seem like just a wonderful educator who's not going to scare parents who are already maybe a little bit nervous. So thank you. Thank you, Annie. This is Annie Fox for Family Confidential. To learn more about my work with tweens, teens, and parents, visit AnnieFox.com. Check out my new book, The Girls' Q&A Book on Friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. It's now available in print and for Kindle. Family Confidential Podcast is produced by Electric Egg Plant, creators of books and apps for parents, kids, tweens, and teens. And tune in next week when my guest will be Dr. Leah Klugness. She is a psychologist, recognized authority on single parenting and relationship issues, and the co-author of the award-winning book, The Complete Single Mother. Until next time, happy parenting.